We interrupt this program. Previously, critics had railed against the duo as crude, dumb, ugly, thoughtless, sexist, self-destructive, and foolish. They are not part of the legitimate business world. What they do is they celebrate underachievement. In all candor, I would tell you it's outrageous, Phil. And if I could find some way constitutionally to do away with it, I would. There are a lot of oiled-up bikini babes on Twitch, but we appreciate you selecting us over their breasts and You can open multiple screens. You just can't be logged in on all of them. And they do a move now where it's... I don't want to say side vagina, but that's kind of what they're showing. Like, you know when they cross their legs, but it's like here? They show... I love it! But that's... that's, Almost. They're doing that on purpose now. It's like almost. Where they have, like, the side... I don't know, under thigh, half butt cheek, a little bit. That's kind of uh I do like that. They oh. flash that for the for the fella. Oh, live channels this channel will think I like. Are uh we're number one. Yeah? All yeah. right. Right on What's the main number screen. two then? Boobs. Uh T1 versus DRX and then a bunch of other Fox versus NS. It's a, oh. a game, but I don't know what the hell I couldn't give me twenty guesses, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I was watching a stream the other night. World of Warcraft looking. Where they were all freaking out about this amazing cricket play that happened, like they were showing a cricket match. I saw that clip. Yeah, what? It, that went, I got bet that it was viral. the same clip. That got that and viral. And I literally I have, have no, no idea. idea what's going on in it. And I've tried to watch cricket numerous times because it looks fun as I believe hell. it's the most popular sport in the world. Like, if you look yeah. at like the numbers, I, cricket's the most popular sport in the world. Not I would in America. No, I would absolutely believe that. Cricket just looks fun. It's fun to watch. I've tried so many times to Google the rules because it would be on. And I'd be like, yeah. I'm watching this. And the crowd's going all crazy. And there's like those sticks you got to knock down and stuff. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on in cricket. But no. all I know is we must have seen the same clip. Yeah. Whatever happened in that match, people were losing their mind. It was the most epic cricket match yep. thing of all time. Just the craziest thing. And I have no idea what was either going on. No. And can't cricket matches last like days, days and days? Yeah, or I think... You know, even the or the opposite, like wicked fast, then you'd be done. Yeah, story of my life. Well, wicked fast, boom. What, what, Sticky wicket. If it goes days, do you go home? Like, are you like, all right, we'll pick this up tomorrow? Like, the crowd's not going to sit in an arena for days. I don't even know. I I bet somebody in here watches cricket or on the text yeah. line. I, I mean, would not be shocked at that at all. Even you, say like the Dallas Cowboys were in the Super Bowl. After eight hours, even you would be like, I'm going to get out of here. This sucks. Like we like take a nap for yeah, a little like, this while. Is, this is or, enough. Or, like we go to bed first and then we I don't care and, about this enough to be here for multiple days. Finish it after breakfast. We do that. I'd like to learn, but I got a lot of things to learn. Same with rugby. People like are always sharing rugby clips and I have no idea what's going on, but people are losing their minds. Yeah. No. People are freaking out about it. Same. 
Well, we got a jam-packed Thursday. It's been a jam-packed week. And uh, who's on the show today? Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe one Sergeant Slaughter calls in. Boom. Okay. And since I don't care about the fourth wall, I will tell you that we recorded this yesterday, and it's fantastic. Yeah. It's no, 10 no, minutes, it's, and he shares. I was so afraid, because Slaughter is always in gimmick. I was so afraid that he wouldn't talk about yeah. stories outside of gimmick, would, and he does. But and, and for a second, we both were kind of like, ah, balls, he's going to be the Sarge. Yeah. For it. And then he kind of, I think he could kind of sense that we're like, no, we want to do like a real... I think he knows what Fun. butters his bread. He knows that, like, by being the Sarge, yeah. go Joe, maggots, and all that stuff, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you are dismissed, all that. Yep. That's his bread and butter, but he also knows that, you know, that's not going to fill a 10-minute interview. Yeah, no. I, I think I want to have uh, him sign. Uh, I have another picture of him mm-hmm. from, it, it might be other than Virgil. Yeah. It might be my first WWF autograph. Did Virgil come to you? He no. He just knocked on your door and he's like, can I sign something, please? Hey, you got a pen? Hey, man. I'll sign it. What do you got? <laughs> my car ran out of gas just right here. I got to get my are kid you, to school. Are you Virgil? No. You, no, no. I'm a different guy. Unless, you want, to, unless you want me to sign that as an action figure. <laughs> unless you got $100. I mean, yes, yeah, I in which case. Uh, and even then, I very remember, I remember being young and there was nobody there at Hills for Virgil. It was at Hills or Kmart, Sad. one of the two. And, and I remember my mom like I tried, I wanted to get some something outside for like a friend, and he was like, "No, nah, we can't. We got a something, something." And I, I very vividly remember my mom being like, "There's no one else here. Sign it for the other kid." And he did, Deborah. Yeah, because there's no one there, and he has tried there, to pull. He tried to he tried to big time. You're in Kmart, bro. Has or Virgil Hills. ever had a moment like I know now? It's yes, sad. One, but you're just much. telling me in the '80s there was nobody there to meet him either. It, it, no, yeah. Did well, he ever was, have a moment where he this was, was at his like? Peak of popularity, right. so and like, it was like the early '90s. Did poor Virgil ever have a moment in he, his history where he, he was like people yeah, were stoked to see Virgil? Probably yes, only because he then went on to be in that weird era of NWO, oh, where, where yeah. he was one of the kind of original, one of the first groups, you know, first guys type deal. For so those of you not watching, there was got, a very heavy eye roll in there. Yeah, big time yeah. eye roll. He was in there for a while, and he's played off of that for quite okay some time, quite some time. Because uh, then he he got a little crazy, and he went to did like indie stuff, and yeah. he got like internet famous for like actually being kind of crazy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, can, he was popping on he, Twitter because he was being. And he was I mean, weird. he was saying things yeah. he shouldn't say, and yeah. then Million Dollar Man, and and talking of like slavery and stuff. It was just a weird era. Yeah, but very, that, so that weird. made sense to me but, that nobody yeah. cared about Virgil. But you're telling me even back at like Kmart, yeah, and then no, and it was because he had his one moment really where he defeated the million dollar man yeah. for the million dollar championship. Yeah, but yeah, even then there was no one really there. But other than that one, I had a Sergeant Slaughter one signed mm, from. That's I know cool. the picture was earlier. That's cool. So I think I want to have him re-sign that one so I have two or whatever. And what I also like, if you want me to take you behind the scenes a little more, is um, the way these wrestling events work is the wrestlers essentially make their money by selling their autographs and selling their photos. And if you've been to these, you know that. And a lot of them have like set times, like Kurt Angle's doing four hours. Mm. Slaughter's doing the entire event. Whole thing. Whole thing. So if we can give you any tips. Yeah. Hit up like the Kurt Angles quick. Hit up like the Nasty Boys yep. quick. Yep. Go because Tony Allison, yeah, and Sergeant Slaughter are going to be there the entire event. Yep. And uh, 
not to blow up the Sarge's is spot. Yeah. But even as of last night, uh, start looking for him in town. I really? Because I saw whoever is picking him up. Yeah. Uh, was in his car yesterday, being picked up already. All right. There was a picture of the two of them together, and I went. So okay, I don't yeah. know. I don't know where the other guy is coming in from, if it's in this area. But well, we were talking to Badger like, yesterday. Okay. Badger, by the way, who works on the event side. Yeah. And you've all you all know Badger. If you see him out and about, you know Badger. Oh yeah. He was telling us he's like, I, I he's like I tried to book these guys to get him in town early because it's Central New York in February. You never know, and you never know what the weather is. So you yeah. might start seeing some of them around town. He wanted to get them here. Yeah. Get them all in. So there wouldn't be like a snow delay or anything like that. So people are showing up. Here we go. And you're saying. Not to tell you. No, tell Listen me. to another show. No, tell me. But Gomez also has 10 minutes. He's airing with Sergeant Slaughter today. Oh, he didn't air is, it? Oh, yeah, duh. It was, we recorded it. Which is the pre-story so to our story Very with Slaughter. Weird that he told it kind of in order. Yeah. And we didn't plan that at all. When, so, when Gomez came over yesterday and was we were talking about it, I right. was like, we then followed up with right after that. Yeah, so if you want the entire drama that led up to Sergeant Slaughter being an Iraqi sympathizer, <laughs> it was all because the ultimate warrior passed out. Yeah. From, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> from a hit in the head with a scepter. It was never supposed to happen. <laughs> Slaughter was never supposed to be in WrestleMania. That damn Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I miss. I misspoke. I said Nazi sympathizer instead of Iraqi sympathizer in the office. It was good because people weren't literally listening until they heard that and they're like, "Wait, mm-hmm. what? How yeah. just say?" I just you hear it so much because of you know people nowadays are like, "Yeah, he's a Nazi sympathizer," but yeah. no, no, yep, Iraqi sympathizer. Uh, yeah, and Gomez was saying like, Sergeant Slaughter learned that he was a sympathizer live from Mean Gene. Yep. They're doing what? I'm telling you all the interview, but I'm just so excited. No, about no, it. I you love get to all these stories. No, you go listen to, to Sergeant tell these stories. And to hear what Josh means, tune in later on. We'll, uh, we'll play that about 7.05. So if you want to hear our slaughter interview about 7.05, all right? Plus, we got Coach Autry. We got uh, Ed Halinski coming in, who worked for WWE back in the 80s. He's one of our uh, uh, helping us put this together. Yeah. We'll talk to him. Bass player is yeah. back with Rob Zombie. That's cool. The original White Zombie ba- bass. Well, no, I don't think it was the original. Wasn't the original the girl with the long dreads or something? I didn't click the article. It just said original bassist for uh, Rob Zombie. Oh, so maybe it, it wasn't White Zombie. I, didn't, I, didn't, bass I don't player. think I read White Zombie. All right, yeah, because I thought it was like. Listen, the '90s were an era of like sexy female bass players. Yeah, and I feel like White Zombies. That girl with the long dreads was their bass player. Maybe I'm misremembering. And then Darcy and the Pumpkins, and then Hole had, uh, I can't pronounce her name, like Michelle, she went around a bunch of bands. Lady bass players were big in the 90s. They should be now, too. Ladies, get out there and grab that bass. Boom. Uh, This goes in the article of people with more money than I can understand, because I don't know why you would even need this. But a 19th century... Lemon was sold at auction yesterday for $1,780. It's a 285-year-old lemon. You want to see it? Jeez, yes, I do. That's what's sold for $1,780. Yeah. 
It has an inscription on it. Where is it from? Like, what? Why? Okay. It's in England. I guess a cabinet was brought to the auction house by a family who said it belonged to a deceased uncle. Okay. A photographer was taking photos of this of it for the sale. Yeah. He opened a drawer, found this lemon. Wow. That was dried out, that's, well preserved. That's kind of cool. And somebody had written on it, and I'm going to mispronounce all these words. Okay. The the message says, "Given by Mr. P." Here, I'll show you. See if you can read it. Given by Mr. P. Lou Franchini, November fourth, seventeen thirty nine. Wow. To Miss E. Baxter. Wow, 1700s lemon. I gifted my betrothed a lemon. And now your whole family belongs to me. Miss Baxter, may I give you a lemon? A lemon. Oh, you slut. The auction figured, all right, well, let's see if we can just make an auction out of the lemon. They put it on oh, the that. auction block, starting at 50 bucks, sold for 1780 bucks. And back then, giving a lady a lemon and her accepting it wow. was basically like, Further than hitting it's a home third run, base. You know third, yeah, saying. definitely oh, third I, base. Yeah, yeah, at least. But no, that's cool because if you were for some reason, if it was like from the 1800s, uh huh, even the early 1800s, yeah, I was gonna, uh, eh, eh. But now it's in the well, 1700s. Sudden, you say 1739, then I'm like, now I'm intrigued. This is before we even declared independence. Yeah, we weren't even a country yet when before this thing happened. Stop letting so and so shove us around. And Florida Boy, uh, that's exactly what I was going to ask here in the Twitch chat. Can you still eat it? I want to see the inside of this lemon so bad. Do you I, think it's just a husk and there's no lemon anymore inside I, of it? I bet it's petrified. Oh, yeah? Like, if you if you even try to get in there, I bet something happens or you, you can't or it, it crumbles a or something like that. A demon flies out of it? <gasps> no. Like a demon? That'd be crazy. All right, JoJo with a Google demon, search. Right. In some societies, lemons acted as a symbol of status and wealth. Lemons were considered to be a valuable luxury, and the most elite households would decorate their homes and gardens with lemon trees as a way to display their wealth to their visitors. So this might have been like, hmm. this was kind of a baller gift, I guess. It was, I'm saying. So it was definitely like being like, yeah. Yo, what's up, babe? There's a lemon for you. Anything about that? You want to make, like, make some lemon lay? Right. This is like a, like a Cartier necklace back in the day. Like, yeah. ooh, he gave me a lemon. You at least have to touch it. Right? Yeah. You have to. Dude gives you a lemon? I mean, not. it's it's the implication. I'm not saying anything's oh, going to happen. Although I feel like I got touched when I was given a lemon. What? Oh, you your car was a lemon. Absolutely, yeah. Over. Yeah, you got but, bent right over and violated because so, you bought that lemon. Yeah, yeah. sure. But right? right? I mean, if a, if a guy's like, and the other way around, fancy lady gives you a lemon, guys. Especially back then? You, I hope. You got to put your mouth on it. That somebody listening right now mm -hmm. gifts a lemon mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day. This is my free tip for you. Go get a lemon. I'm gonna write a note on it, yep. gifted to so and so. And then there, there you go. And, and that's the gift. And just if they're like, ah, uh, thanks, just Google it. Mm -hmm. Wink at them. You'll get it. Walk away. A couple minutes later, they're like, oh, you just yeah. hear, you hear, just hear them way in the back. Oh, oh, all, all right, right. all right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Josh, for and the you lemon. Hear a car door closing and then it slowly drives away. Mm. I gifted her a lemon. <laughs> what? Uh huh. Just That's a big one. gift. Because they're never as, as good unless you leave them out. Nuggets you're talking about? Oh, I thought you meant Bergs. I got those too. That's what I meant. I meant deep fried Bergs. Listen, I know you're sick of hearing me talk about McDonald's, everybody. I'm not. I know. I'm not. I, you're probably like, here he goes again. 
I don't care. I want to talk about it because I want you to deep fry a burg because they're never as good after. So this will make it might make it a, I a have little had, more edible if you just deep fry the hell out of that son bitch. And I remind you how much because I know they are a partner of ours, McDonald's. How much I love McDonald's. I wouldn't have all these stories if I didn't love McDonald's as much as I did. Yeah. But I was telling Whiskey Wednesday last night that Grandpa can't use apps anymore. I have screwed up in this McDonald's app so many times, bro. Yeah, no, I get it. And I couldn't ask or type because I was I was outside walking Elsa, so I was just I was listening for big chunks. When you just hit the like reorder, it just does it like that. I or does it don't add know. it to your? Here's, let me to, let me it, bring the audience. It adds in it here. to your cart, and you just kind of weren't paying and it pays in and the must have must and have. You just kept going because I have done that myself. Yesterday, I get in my car. You guys know the whole runaround. Fatso's got to get something to eat on the way home. You know, you got to eat lunch like every gotta other person lunch. that's around. Skinny, fat, and these apps are doing real smart Author. things by just sending me these alerts. Like yesterday, Wendy's did it. They're like, hey. You know, on Wednesdays, we give out a free nug with purchase, right? And I go, ooh, I told Cody, I go, there's free nuggets with purchase at Wendy's. But both of our issues. What? I don't have a Wendy's between here and there. I got to get way out of my way. Mine's in Fairmount. Oh. Yeah, Wendy's are weirdly located. But regardless, McDonald's pulls this move where they say, hey, man. Like, we got you. Just, uh, you want free medium fry? I go, you know what? I think I do want a free medium fry. I'm not going to be uh, home for... I had a, a whole busy day yesterday, so I was like, I got to eat something. So I was like, yeah, I'll get a medium fry. Why don't you buy our nuggets? But I got to purchase something to get the free medium fry. So I'm like... We'll give you fries. Give me a little 10-piece. We'll give, give me a 10-piece, some yeah. ranch dipping sauce. Yeah. Somewhere between that offer and me being handed a 30-pound bag of McDonald's food, <laughs> an error occurred. Because if you've opened these apps, you know there's that little reorder button where you yep. can reorder what you had last time, which yeah. is clutch. It's cool. Because I like what I like. No, it's a good idea, but, you know. And I go. This then happened. Yeah. It happened when she handed me my receipt because I pull up and she goes, mobile order for Josh? And I go, yes. Hands me the receipt. And I'm looking at it and it has two orders of nuggets. Yeah. Two triple cheeseburgers and my medium fry. See, and I go, what happened here? The good old six burg. Some at some point I ordered all of that food. Did you did you combine any of the burgs? You should have made a big huge burg. Should have made a six Should have made a tower. Should have done the tower. Or just taking a picture of him and just to mess with just, people. Yeah, I really should have. <laughs> I really should have. But that was so now in my fridge I've got leftover nuggets and I got a whole triple cheeseburger. Yep. I don't know how to reheat either of them. Nope. Nope. I, I've I've done that myself. Not I didn't reorder my last order, mm-hmm. but I've done something similar, so I, I can attest that that does happen. I, I At did some the, point it got in my cart and I well, should and they do this thing. My only note to the McDonald's app is the total is so small, the text is so small. Yeah. Of like how much you're paying, I didn't even pay attention to it. Nope. I was like, I'm just buying a ten piece nugget, whatever. Accept, review, pay. Go ahead. Yep. Nope. I had I can't remember what it was, but I ended up with nothing like crazy, mm-hmm. but I think like four pies or yeah. something because I had already ordered pies. Yeah. And, and a couple double burgers and nice. Nothing nuts, but it was like it'll last you a little huh? bit. Yeah, it'll last. You. Even uh-huh. me, even I had that moment in the car where I was like, I could eat all this, and I could have. You would have been. Didn't. You would have been. 
very been laid nauseous, out. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> to eat six patties. Six patties. And 20, 20 nuggets. 20 nug. Medium fried bottle of water, please. Bottle. You did, too. I, I didn't get a water. I didn't no? get a water because I was just going to eat nuggets and go home. In my mind, I didn't need a beverage. I was just going to get nuggets, By go By the time home. you got home, you could drink water at home? Yeah. I didn't know we were getting this deep into an didn't order. Know, didn't know I was getting the, the, well, the, the survival meal. A Pizza Hut up in Ontario is also reopened um, if you're looking for a meal. Because they had a sign, went viral because of a spelling error. Sign said, Pizza butt. Yeah, I wish it was that simple. No. It was supposed to say due to unforeseen uh, circumstances. Okay. Instead, it said, dining oh. room is closed due to unforeseen circumcisions. <laughs> um, that's not good. No. First of all. No. You replaced my lunch buffet with a bunch of penises? Hold on a second. You're doing baby uh, circumcisions here? I thought this was a pizza hut. Jeez. Talk about personal pan. Yeah. That's really funny. That's right. I love those. The, like the, the misspellings? Because, I mean, it's they're so good. Yeah. They're so good. Unse- unforeseen. Actually, I, I was just going to tell you later. Unforeseen. When we did, you know, any band announcements mm-hmm. that my band, uh, Unforeseen Circumcisions, will be Ooh! opening up at the, at the stamp. For, That'll be exciting. Or the, the, empo- the whatever. Impro- that, that place over you're there. You're doing the, the Empower? Yeah. You're opening up for the Impractical Jokers tour? Yep. yep. Unforeseen circumcisions will be opening up in the. Uh, we're not in the in the actual amphitheater. And we're outside in the parking lot. Aren't all circumstances unforeseen? Not to get too deep into the convo, man. Um, on a cocoa puff day. Well, let's all circumstances. circumstances these circumstances are always unforeseen. You can't foresee circumstances. And I don't know. Now that word's lost all meaning. Me too. I doesn't even. I've never heard it before in my life. At no. this point. I don't even know how to spell it anymore, sir. <laughs> You're going to spell circumcision. It start, It comes right up. Circumcision. Let's see. A fact or condition. What is uh, it? A fact or condition connected with or relevant to an event or action. So I guess you could have some planned circumstances. I guess. Because you have a foreseen. Could be a foreseen. Rare foreseen uh, circumstances. And I will tell you as somebody who is circumcised and has had a child circumcised, you you foresee that. That's not unforeseen circumcision. No. You plan it far out. They ask you a lot of questions about that. Yeah. Do you want to do this? Do you, oh, I think I do. I think I do. Okay, we're going to, do you want to keep it? Or yeah. we're just going to, we're going to, oh, yeah, I, I got it. Yeah. You're going to huck it in the garbage? Yeah. No, we, we keep you, it in a little dry. Then when you turn 21, we all get our foreskin yes! back. Yes! <laughs> Wildcat Sports Pub WrestleCuse. Oh, my rawr, rawr, God. 48 rawr. hours. It's like 48 hours away at this point, guys. I mean, it's basically today. I mean, it's basically over. We just missed it. It's over. And now it's over. And it's done. And it's done. No. And it's gone. Good job. You didn't even go. Thanks, Coming guys. Coming up Saturday at the Great New York State Fairgrounds. Uh, VIP tickets are sold out, so you won't be getting in until 11. VIP getting <laughs> in at 10. Uh, now you know for next year to buy that VIP ticket. But yep. all kicks off 11 a.m. on Saturday. Holy cow, do we have things lined up for you. I'm so excited for this day. Please make a plan to uh, come on out. But get your ticket now. Don't wait till Saturday because then the price goes up. Yeah, okay. I want to know. I want to know you're coming, and then we get to see you and go. Yeah. Hey. And lucky for you, you can print the ticket out on your uh, at-home bubble jet printer, or you can uh, just put it on your cellular phone. Beep-boo, 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 beep. So you don't need to go pick up tickets or anything Boop. like that. And by the way, if you've won tickets, because I saw a couple of you message, if you won. 
tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they'll be coming to your email today or tomorrow. So gotcha. Don't be worried that you didn't get them. They're just coming to your email. I don't, I don't think they've been sent yet. So uh, just keep asking. Stinkworm Jimmy, how many wrestlers? Will, okay, Stinkworm Jimmy. Hey, uh, uh, well, hey, none. Hey, none. Well, I mean, a couple. One, two. One, two. Well, you gotta just put words in my mouth. This would be the probably saddest way to get dumped on Valentine's Day. Insomnia Cookies, which we have up on the hill, oh yeah, yeah. is offering a new edition of the twelve pack of cookies called the "It's Not Me, It's You" pack. Oh yeah, where you break up with people using cookies. Yeah, I'd rather have gotten some of that than just nothing. Really, like just ghosted. You know I mean? I'd rather get some cookies. Yeah, right. Take, I, take I a guess cookie or two. When it's between just being ghosted or the girl not like texting you back, at yeah, least this me, you got cookies yeah, out of it. Give me a cookie, yo. The cookies will have four options. It's not me, it's you. Mm. You're sweet, but not my flavor. Oh. I have the hots for your roommate. Oh, that's a dick well, move. A lot of people have the hots for your roommate, because Elsa's adorable. Oh, so I guess in both. your case, yeah. Elsa's pretty get, cute. I would get that one a bunch. Yeah, a lot of people do have the hots for your roommate. Yep. And then just straight up, we're done. Have a nice life. Yo, peace. Like, what? Yo, deuces. <laughs> Eat this cookie, deuces. This is cold-blooded. I want it, I want that one. Eat this cookie, deuces. Peace out. Yo, bye-bye. Quote, Insomnia Cookie said in a press release, quote, very unserious way of ending things since warm cookies are you, better than a cold heart. You can't. Yeah, so the yeah. guy jumps off the roof of his apartment building because he got a we're done, have well, a nice life cookie. Yeah, right? Jump, well, at least that'd be funny if it said that. Just jump off your building. Wow. Yeah. I want someone to divorce their husband using cookies. This is what I want. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, cookies, man. All right. Here we go. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. Wait, what the? I want to divorce. What the hell is this? What the hell? No. Uh, Wait, hold on. Why is Insomnia dropping off a box of cookies for me? Wait, what is this? Oh. Hey, what's your wife doing here? Well, at least we got cookies, bro. <laughs> When talking insurance, it often goes right over my head. But for the team at Haler, Fryer, and Kuhn, it's about providing the risk management solutions you need. Part of the Syracuse community since 1928, they want to be sure the things that matter most to you are properly protected. Whether it's the business you've built, the house you call home, or the people you love, their team takes a thorough, proactive approach to insurance. Visit Haler.com to ensure that you have all the coverage you need. Haler, Fryer, and Kuhn, an Alera Group company, ensuring all you value. Ever get frustrated with the interface of an app or a website? Well, now you can be the change you want to see in the world. HCI, Human Computer Interaction at SUNY Oswego, is the degree program built for those who want to make six figures and never be out of a job. Improve the usability of websites, apps, kiosks, and the cars that we interact with in different ways every single day. Learn from amazing professors and get hands-on experience you need to land the job of your dreams. All undergraduate majors are welcome. Take classes at the main campus of Oswego or fully online. So don't waste any more time. Apply today and help improve the human experience at SUNY Oswego. Cocoa Puffs tonight, 8 o'clock, twitch.tv slash KROCKCNY, presented by Sweet Grass Dispensary and, of course, Paper and Leaf Hemp Company. We got to go to the phones. I believe we've got a guest. Uh-oh. Good morning. This is KROCK. Rise and shine, maggots. Time to serve the core. Oh, Sergeant Slaughter, awesome. what an absolute honor to have you on, sir. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it's good to be here. Good to be here. We're excited to have you up here at WrestleCuse, obviously coming up this Saturday in Syracuse. And you do a lot of these. I see you meeting fans all of the time. How do you stay active and energetic? Is it the energy of the fans that makes you want to go to all these towns and meet them? 
You know, it's funny. Uh, when I, I'm, I'm having a tough time all week, but once I get to uh, Syracuse and do a, an event like uh, WrestleCuse, it just uh, it just does something for me. It makes me like a young guy again, like a, a young soldier uh, digging a foxhole. I, I'm so energetic, and, and the, the, the fans keep me young because uh, there's fans of all ages, as they say. I have little uh, uh, fans that are sometimes not even tall enough to see over the table, and they I see their fingertips, and I look down, and they go, Sergeant Slaughter, and they're saluting me, and, and uh, I say to myself, how do they know who I am? So then I look up and I see uh, mom and dad, or I see uh, aunt and uncle, or grandma and grandpa, and the whole family's there, and uh, I guess I'm the hero of the whole family, and it just keeps building uh, and goes, and uh, it's just incredible. It just gives me all kinds of uh, energy and keeps me young. I don't, I don't know if you've seen the, the video, Sergeant Slaughter. It's on YouTube, but somebody the other day, just a couple of days ago, made an artificial intelligence movie trailer for a non-existent G.I. Joe movie starring you. Have you seen it? No, I have not. I, have, I saw a picture, uh, a picture of it, and I said, well... Maybe I have to put that uh, artist in the coma <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I uh, I understand. You know, it, it's uh, one of those things these days that that uh, is happening. I'd love to see somebody do uh, something like that on a Sergeant Slaughter GI Joe character. I never uh, got to do any of the uh, the movies. I only did the uh, the first action uh, uh, animated. The G.I. Joe movie, which was uh, just an incredible success, and they keep showing it you know, on television, and once in a while they put it in theaters. But uh, it's something, uh, I, I guess, I'd love to see somebody do it. It's a, you do. You, you span so many generations from people uh, older than... Good morning, this is the show. You are listening to K-Rock. Reality, was it scary for you? Uh, it's just an incredible success, and they keep showing it. You know, on television, and once in a while they put it in theaters. But uh, it's something, uh, I, I guess, I'd love to see somebody do it. It's a, you do. You, you span so many generations from people uh, older than us to the young kids who are putting you in, in artificial intelligence movies. So we are getting close to WrestleMania season. You were part of an iconic WrestleMania, WrestleMania 7, where there was, you know, threats made on you. What was that like? Was it, was it scary? In, you know, in, in reality, was it scary for you? Well, you know, I really didn't uh, think much of it. We were so busy doing, uh, you know, sometimes we do uh, three shows on a Friday, three shows on a Saturday, three shows on a Sunday. That was nine shows just on a weekend, so you didn't have much time to be uh, thinking of anything. But uh, getting to your uh, arena and getting into the ring in one piece. So uh, I did uh, get a lot of, uh, you know, death threats and bomb threats and, and uh, the WWE, uh, the offices, and uh, and our, our families, but uh, you know, people really uh, got into <laughs> into believing uh, that I was actually an Iraqi sympathizer. I think Vince McMahon tried to get me killed. Is what, what the <laughs> idea was, but uh, he uh, it was it was kind of rough. You know, uh, I had to start traveling by myself uh, without going on any. Uh, aircraft with other wrestlers, I would uh, be picked up 
uh, at my home and uh, taken to a uh, airport wherever uh, I would be going. Uh, just an incredible. Uh, I would be going out of uh, wherever I live, and uh, you know, I would uh, I would go through the uh, terminals. They would take me underneath the airplane. And put the steps down, and I would get on the plane, and then they would uh, put the steps back up and put the tarmac on. And uh, I would already be on the plane when people would start, you know, arriving onto the aircraft, and they would look at me and like, how did he get on here? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then the same thing when we landed. we I would wait for everybody to get off the plane, and uh, I was the last one off other than the pilots, and they would uh, take me down those stairs again and uh, into a, uh, motorcade and take me either to uh, an arena or to a hotel and uh, nobody ever saw me coming or going because I'd normally wrestle, uh, you know, the ultimate uh, warrior or uh, uh, Hulk Hogan uh, right before intermission and when they were advertising the next show I would uh, head out the back door and do my motorcade and either go back to the hotel or off to the airport. Wow, it was like absolute VIP, you know, protection status. That's incredible. Yes, it was. It was. I felt like the president of the United States, and uh, and so I was just, uh, you know, whenever I would uh, do appearances, they'd always have uh, three or four armed guards. Actually, they were armed. And uh, one time in Madison Square Garden, uh, Mr. McMahon uh, asked me to go talk to some people, and it was the FBI, and they, asked, they said, we don't know if you know this, but, you know, your life is in danger uh, every every moment. And I said, oh, it is? I said, yeah. And then, uh, they said, would you consider wearing a bulletproof vest when you wrestle? And I said, a bulletproof vest? Come on. And they said, uh, no, they're, they're, they're easy to wear. We're all wearing them. They're kind of a mesh and We'd feel a lot easier if you'd have one of those on. I said, well, okay, I'll try it. So for about uh, four or five weeks, I, I wore this uh, bulletproof vest when I wrestled, but it was so uncomfortable, I finally uh, took it off and, and hung it up. Wow. Oh, on the, I could listen to that forever. On the yeah. line, WWE icon, Sergeant Slaughter. Who do you love now that you see in the ring? Who do you love watching wrestle now? Well, you know, you can never get enough. Of uh, of the uh, the ladies, I, I, I think the ladies are sometimes better than in the than the guys are. Uh, Rhea uh, really uh, uh, has got her uh, character down. I really enjoy watching her when she was in the NXT. They uh, had us uh, veterans uh, vote on who we thought the best. Uh, wrestlers in the NXT were going to be heading out to uh, you know the major leagues in the WWE, and she was my top top pick. And that God, that was probably uh, probably seven eight years ago. And look where she's at now. Wow. You know? And uh, first Roman Reigns uh, kid went through a lot of hard times with his health, and and uh, I got to give him a salute. I mean, he's he's stuck with it and worked hard. And uh, unfortunately, I see Seth Rollins got uh, injured again. He's always uh, in the joy. But uh, there's nobody better than uh, Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton is still old school to me where uh, we told the story and, and uh, got the people involved and, and just a, uh incredible talent. Uh, I, I wrestled his uh, grandfather, his father. I wrestled Randy, and I wrestled the uncle. 
<laughs> I wrestled all four of the Ortons, and that, that wasn't much fun. Well, Sarge, we are so excited to meet you at WrestleCuse up here in uh, in Central New York. Uh, coming up on Saturday, 11 to 5, you can meet Sergeant Slaughter, get his autograph, get a photo, all coming up on Saturday. Sarge, it's always great to, to talk to you, and thank you for taking the time. Thank you very much, and uh, come on by and uh, get, bring all your Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe wrestling uh, collectibles. We'll get them signed and... Then stand in line and and get the uh, Cobra Clutch. I <laughs> uh, got the Cobra Clutch challenge now, and if you uh, are able to uh, uh, keep, uh, you know, I guess I would say uh, from tapping. But I guess if you do tap, it's okay. You get a, uh, one of my prestigious Sergeant Slaughter Challenge coins. So don't miss out on that. And, and seeing all the other uh, great talents, Kurt Angle, the Nasty Boys, Jimmy Hart. Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, Tony Atlas, and Bill Apter is going to be there with a Q&A. It's going to be a great time. Don't miss it. And that's an order. Thank you, Sarge. Awesome. Take care. You're dismissed. <laughs> ah, it was awesome. That was, that was wicked. Sergeant Slaughter joining that's us. so cool, man. So that was so cool. Yes. Yep. couple glitches there because we are we're running like Windows 7 in here. That was recorded yesterday. So he's awesome. It was. Are you sure? What? Are you sure it was? I'm not, I'm not so Are sure. Are you sure about that? Um, I yeah. I don't know about that. that. I don't know about that. So, yeah, he was talking about WrestleMania 7, yep. where he was an Iraqi sympathizer. One, one of the best WrestleManias. If anybody's, Dude, go look at the card on that yeah, show. If anybody's a wrestling fan, it's crazy. What's nuts is that Josh and I noticed this going through the card that we basically have the WrestleMania 7 card, like a lot of them here. Yeah, let me, re- let me bring it to you, because that, that it, was a weird thing to figure out. Yeah, the Sarge was on it, Jimmy Hart... Was managed, on a bunch. Managed nasty ad- boys. Everybody, the nasty boys uh, took on Heart Foundation. Pr- I'm sorry, Heart. buddy. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Brutus, uh, I'm pretty sure was probably there. WrestleMania Seven. I'm sure he did something. Ah, uh, who was it? Let me see who the matches were. It's because it's got. Uh, I know Jake fought Rick Martel. I don't exactly remember how it. No, it started. Did it start with uh, Coco Beware and, and the Brooklyn y- Brawler? Yep. And then the Rockers. We tried to get Coco Beware, just saying. We did. The Rockers and the Barbarian yep. uh, Haku. Yep, we tried to get them. The Barbarian and With Bobby the, Heenan. Yep, yep, tried to get uh, a couple of those guys. That would have been awesome. Texas Tornado defeated Dino oh, Bravo. They're both dead. But, With Jimmy Hart. But Jimmy Hart was out there for that one. British Bulldog defeated the Warlord. Oh. Who played Warlord? We, uh, Warlord has been at a couple of these. I forget his name. All right. The Nasty Boys yeah. defeated the Hart Foundation, oh. but Jimmy Hart was there. And he, they hit Brett with a helmet. <laughs> it was not a no DQ. Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake, defeated Rick Martel. In a blindfold match because Rick Martel on uh, an interview segment sprayed Jake the Snake in the eyes oh, with his essence. Oh, yeah. Because Rick D'Amato Martel used to spray the I remember the, the essence. Because Rick Martel was spraying it on Damien, Jake's mm-hmm. snake, and he mm-hmm. got mad and he got him in the eye. The Undertaker defeated Jimmy Snuka. In his first ever WrestleMania. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Randy Savage. In an absolute classic. Which was not classic. supposed to happen, I'll tell you that. Um, Big Boss Man with Andre yep. the Giant yep. defeated Mr. Perfect. Bobby Heenan coming back out. By DQ. By DQ. Because it was for the IC belt and everyone thought they were putting it on uh, the Big Boss Man. Earthquake defeated Greg Valentine. <laughs> in like 
Three seconds. Legion of Doom defeated oh, Power yeah. and Glory. In like three seconds. Virgil, oh. again, with Roddy Piper, yep. defeated Ted DiBiase. That was his, there it is. That's his big. The Mountie defeated Tito Santana. Mm-hmm. And Hulk Hogan defeated Sergeant Slaughter. If you listen to Sergeant Slaughter's interview on with Gomez, whenever he airs that, the lead up to this, it was supposed to be Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan. But I guess Sergeant well, we Slaughter. We talked about. The match Unknowingly, before that we, what? the clip we showed here. What? Oh, go ahead. The match we showed here of the the Royal Rumble, where he yeah. hits him with the scepter. The match before Sergeant Slaughter was supposed to lose to. Uh, I mean, he won the Royal Rumble that year, right? That's what put him in with Hulk Hogan. Sergeant uh, Slaughter. The I forgot what the hell who won that year because it was at that Rumble that that happened. Well, so I think I think Hogan won that year Slaughter to put himself in the, in the main event. Was supposed to be pinned by the Ultimate Warrior, and then, and then Ultimate the Warrior Hogan was supposed to happen at WrestleMania. Of all, of all, of, from WrestleMania, but six. Ultimate Warrior passed out when he got smashed in the face by the Macho Man, and nobody was waking him up. He couldn't wake him up, so he just pinned him and took the belt. Goes backstage, Vince says, "What what happened? What'd you do?" I had to pin him because he was unconscious, I guess the slaughter says. Yeah. Which then made Hogan at the cut promos again. He had to go put his baby oil back on. Because he already had cut the promos. Anyways, it's a whole fun story. It's awesome. It's wild. It's behind the scenes stuff. There's stuff you don't you don't think about because there's there's stuff like that happens all the time. I was watching uh Royal Rumble slips of mm-hmm. people that didn't mean to get eliminated and stuff like that that they oh, had to like go over the top like, of an oh, accident. Whoops, we were supposed to be in a little bit longer there, oh, I did see that breakdown, though, of all of the things Brock Lesnar was taken out of and who replaced him. And you were right Braun about Breaker, that. Braun Breaker did every single thing. He did everything. They were, they were like, okay, he's Brock Lesnar now. Yeah. Like, oh. And I guess that um, Pat McAfee's bit was supposed to be he gets in the ring and with everybody's Lesner. out, but Lesnar and he goes face-to-face with Lesnar and then he DQs himself. That makes way more sense than him being afraid of Omos. Yeah, okay. Because And everyone was like... Dude, you're Pat McAfee. It's just because he's tall, you're yeah. afraid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lesnar yeah. would make sense. Yeah, yeah. But Anyways. That Braun Breaker in there with Omos, was, it was better. It was so, good. obviously, tickets still available to WrestleCuse, Wildcat Sports Pub WrestleCuse. You can meet Sergeant Slaughter and so many others coming up on Everybody. Saturday. Slaughter out. signing 11-5, so... <laughs> Time your signings out so you can make sure you get a hold of everybody, all right? Coco Puffs, 8 o'clock on Twitch. You know... It's about that good, good. About, it, about that one, Talking about that green tonight on Cocoa Puffs. 8 o'clock, twitch.tv slash KROCKCNY, presented by Sweet Grass. And, of course, Paper and Leaf Hemp Company. So you got a baggie of goodies over there. I did do. you sneak at them yet? I did. I got all sorts of stuff to take a peek ski at Very for good. later. Because I'm trying to grab one thing to show the camera. Let me see. This is from Sweet Grass. Obviously, we can't talk about it on the radio, so we do it on Twitch. Oh, you got to find it all find back us. in the bag. I was like, where did it all go? You lost it. Oh, no. I'll do one sneak peek for Twitch. All right. Twitch is going to get a little sneak peek here. Oh, radio listeners. And... Sorry. Uh-oh. What are those? Whoa. I like that. <laughs> I like those? that a lot. A I got so much still, bro. You hold on to that it's stuff. The That's the best, though, with this, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? So much. But it'll be, uh, I'm going to do a little, uh, we're going to have a little wa- variation tonight, because... Uh, even though I feel better, I ain't going to be doing my usual. That's for sure. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll and blow up every bit of good I've been doing. For, <laughs> for those of you uh, who don't know, Cody's been on a little bit of a tolerance break this week because he's had a sore throat. Yeah. 
So he hasn't been able to rip bangs because he'll so. start coughing. So tonight, mm-hmm. remember that when it's 6 o'clock and you're like, all right, I'll just right. pop a bunch of these. Yeah. Because your tolerance is down a little well, bit. Well, I've been so. doing little little edibles and stuff. Mm, so, I okay. mean, just to, because, you know, I don't want to be sober. High. Yeah, well, what kind of world is crazy. that? But, yeah, and I don't want to, like, ruin my throat. Yeah. Doing it all again tonight Listen, before you tomorrow. ruin but. your throat. <laughs> um... I think we're just running out of like drink flavors choices at this point because it's like everyone's trying to have the new hot drink. It, yeah. And I think we've ran out of ideas. I bring this up because Truly, who is a boozy seltzer. That's good. I like them. They have good ones. They're releasing. What do they got? Hot sauce flavor. And no, it's hot, not Truly hot, hot sauce. Yeah. No. It's oh, a can oh, of oh. Truly that tastes like hot sauce. Dog. That's whack. Dong. <laughs> well, because I've had the, the gummies that are the mango habanero, and that was interesting. Uh-huh. But I don't want to drink a drink. Nope. It's a hot sauce flavored hard seltzer, courtesy of Truly. They say it's going to be a limited edition batch, so it's not something they're going to do long term unless it's good, I guess. What? How many are there? It's limited batch. Batch. It's a limited edition batch. Limited edition batch. If you go to GiveThemBeer.com, you can order it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't give, know what's going. GiveThemBeer.com, yeah. That's a, well, that's a website. What is this website? Yeah, it's just it just links directly to the you where you can order. What I guess it, you can order other beers on here, it looks like. but Oh, it's a bunch. Okay. I was going to say, because they aren't beer. Look at all those. This is an interesting little website. The website, GiveThemBeer.com. Right, I guess if you want to order random drinks, that's, yeah. that's shout out to that website. And a whiskey sampler? They'll send you Josh. I was going to say, they'll send you Josh? Get in there, Josh. The whiskey sampler? Get in there. Get in there, Josh. I'm bad. Four packs will run $24. Okay. 16-ounce cans available for the Super Bowl. GiveThemBeer.com. I don't, like, I like wings, obviously. I don't like drinking wing sauce. I don't like a flavored drink of wing. I'm, yeah, I, I really can't see that being enjoyable for things. The only thing I, I'd want hot sauces to do is m- make more um, spices, like, yeah. like Frank's did. But I, Stay uh, in your that, lane is what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. Cause, but then I can't find that, where they see, turned it into a sprinkle. Meg's Blue on Twitch says, hot seltzers are the best. Haven't you ever had a spicy margarita? I, I have don't, not. I don't know if I have. Did I have? I don't one like with, margaritas. I do. I know you do, but did I, don't I have like one with with jalapenos in it once? Why does that sound like I did? I feel like I did. I feel like I've had one I with don't jalapenos. Like spicy stuff. I don't. Mayo is too spicy for me. I don't like spicy. I know that was funny. Bartholomew said she had ketchup. That's spicy. Oh, ketchup too spicy. But I would have a spicy margarita. But I don't know if I want to continuously hot sauce tasting. Uh, seltzer Yeah, like water. it wouldn't be refreshing to me to sit down and have a nice cold yeah, can of seltzer water. I, I, I would <laughs> seltzer water. I would do the, the other one. Mm-hmm. Or the margarita, though. I'll try mm-hmm. that. Well, what's the other flavors? It just says wing sauce. Hot wing sauce flavor. Huh. I don't know what other flavors would be in there. You'd be drinking like a bubbly hot sauce. I would try it. Oh, yeah. Sippy sip and then done. I'll do split skis with someone. On the line, the coach of your men's basketball team, uh, Coach Autry. Good morning, Red. Good morning. How are we doing? We are great. Uh, unfortunately, coming off a loss, just not really able to get stops. The team really seemed like it fought back a couple of times there. But uh, even though it was a loss, anything you can take away that you were happy with at that game? 
Uh, you know, obviously the fight again. Yeah. Uh, you, you talked about that. Uh, you know, getting back and you know, having a chance to uh, you know really take control of the game again for the second time. I thought we had control in the first game, first half, and then we lost it in the second half. Fought back. I mean, I, that's the one thing you can take away from it. You know that we, you know, we we fought to the end. Yeah, it seemed like uh, they, they, they wanted to shoot that three ball and we just weren't able to stop that three ball. Is that something that uh, the team has been working on this, this the last couple of days, is, is adjusting what we need to adjust? No, I, think, I mean, we, we always you know, uh, talk about just getting better, and I think uh, that that game was, was more of breakdowns of communications and not taking care of uh, what we need to do. You know, the one guy that we said couldn't get, get going, which we did up here, we did a good job of him. We had a good, you know, the result was that we won. We didn't do that down there. You know, he got going. You know, Kid Harris hit, you know, 12 points in three minutes. You know, he had 4-3, so you can't, can't allow that. You can't let have teams hitting 10-3 points. Next game uh, against Wake Forest. Uh, they're coming off a loss to Pitt, a team that you've bought, you've beat twice. Uh, is there a confidence going into that game, or what are you preparing for against Wake? No, I mean, Wake is an explosive offensive team, you know, one of the best offensive teams, not only in our league, but in the country. So, you know, we have to do a better job on the defensive end. You know, we can't allow them. You know, they score 80 points in their sleep. So, um, it'll be, you know, our defense has to be, you know, um, ready to go. All right, Coach, have a fantastic game this weekend. Thank you for making time, sir. Thank you, guys. You guys take care. Take Thank care. You. Coach Adrian Autry, Saturday, 745 tip. Of course, yeah. in the Mohawk Valley, we are your home. For Syracuse Athletics, 94.9 K-Rock. Brostat TK99 has it in the Syracuse area if you want to listen to that. Yeah, they got to win They gotta win this one. Against Wake? Yeah, they yeah. got to. They got to. Well, like I said, it... Wake just lost to Pitt. Syracuse yeah. beat Pitt twice, but that never means anything. You never know. Yeah, you this know? time of year doesn't matter, but they just, they got to. They got to want to get that resume up. They got to get into the tournament because, yeah. I mean, they're not out of it yet. I hear a lot of people doing the, the must-win stuff. The, that, and they're not going to be no good. They're still, their record's not the worst. They just, they got to go on a nice little run here. Yeah. To, to you know, and it, Got a tougher schedule to kind of finish it up. So I mean, do you like uh, do you like them? Do you like watching them switch around their defense from man to zone when they need to? I mean, it, I was never. Were you a big, not a big zone guy? I, I didn't care. I just never understood why you wouldn't switch. Yeah, like they do now. You got does you, it now. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. You got to do what everybody else does. So I don't. I don't ever really even notice mm-hmm. just because it, nobody. Everybody already does that, right? This, so this like, he's just doing what you yeah, know. Syracuse sports. was kind of the yeah. the last holdout of of we just run, the zoned even we yeah. run the zone and I don't care they can hit fifty threes or you know whatever the hell. But he's right. You let that. I don't remember the player's name, but the guy. I don't just, either. But you well, can't. lights out in three three yep. point range. No, you leave him open out there. He shoots it, and they just seem to go every single time. I just never thought about that. The fact that I could get fresh pizza dough from many of these bakeries around us, I just never considered it. Now I know. But uh, but but. And I've got six leftover chicken wings waiting for me. I'm doing pizza and wings. Look at you. Um, Look at you, Good Mr. morning, everybody. Mr. Man. Happy Thursday. You know that Thursday means Cocoa Puffs tonight. When? Today? Eight o'clock tonight, yeah. Oh. You're going to do it. Every every week as we like lead up to it, I, I'm like, I can't believe we didn't push it earlier. We're, not, we're doing that next year for the wintertime. What, do you want to, I, we can move it all to seven. Ah, it's too late now. Now I don't care. Now it's going to start, it's starting to get, stay lighter out later. You know so what you I mean? like it, right. Now, gotcha. now I don't mind. All right. Because in the summer when it's like eight, I, I, I like it. No, I but, always think about that with Whiskey Wednesday. I always think about that with my house parties. Like eight o'clock is too late. We're going to move it all back to seven. We moved it to eight because everybody was saying, I'm busy till eight. Yeah. 
But I kind of don't care. But if it, you're not available, to watch it later. But on in, demand. The, in the winter and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it's it's we can just because, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's dark, dark and, it's and gross. It's, it's, it feels two hours later than it is. Yes, it does. Well, tonight, obviously. Someone, someone remind us. Coco's going to show you that good, good that is available over at Sweetgrass, 123 Cayuga Street in Union Springs. Mm-hmm. And that good, good that's available at Paper and Leaf Hemp Company. Yeah. As they're waiting on that magic license to, you know, go all the way. Uh, and I'm talking under the bra stuff whoa, all whoa. the way. Nice. I like so, that. So uh, like give that. them some love in the meantime, but uh, keep your eye on their social media as they wait for that to happen. I know the governor has... One good thing that she seems to be doing is that she's forcing more licenses to be given out. So, well, she it's that that same thing that like you gotta once we get closer to things, try to get the right people on your side. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? oh, let's give them weed. Yeah, yeah, right. What's that? What's that? Huh? What's that? Mm-hmm. So uh, people perk up. So obviously, uh, the people who want to run dispensaries can as soon as they get their license for that, and. Uh, we can stop seeing all these stupid gray market news stories every two days on the oh, news. It's, it's just it's cracking so, down on the gray market. Right? It's so dumb the the amount of time and effort being to put into something that was already it's legal. Illegal, selling a legal thing, but now. they were like, "Well, hold on. Well, mm-hmm. then you should have held. Yeah, on. you. <laughs> you should have. You held weren't on. ready. Yeah, you were ready. We were ready. We were Ben ready. Yeah. Uh, dogs are the best. Dogs can also be the worst. I'm talking to you, Fred, if you're listening. But dogs are usually roo, the best. Roo, 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 roo at him. Give him a roo. Yeah, that's what he does. And then, because of cause Freddy, mm-hmm. Elsa does this after potty. And now, by the way. What, kicks her feet? I don't know why he does that. What is that? I don't know, but. he's He, he always has done that. Because of him, she picked that up, and now she does it. Every once in a while, she'll remember and do it. And I'm like, there's Freddy. Like a cat, like burying their feces or it's like weird. urine. It's weird that he does that. And he just he to look kicks. But he's my first dog, so I didn't feet. know if that was a dog thing. I've seen I've seen some do mm-hmm. it, but I don't I don't know why. I don't know why either. But she didn't do it until she would watch him. Yeah. And then okay. And yeah, then she would just do it without mm-hmm. pottying, and then she's like, Oh, I gotta do it after potty. Yeah. What's great is that how normally they could just come in the house after the bathroom. That gives them the ability to cover their cover themselves in mud and dirt to bring into the house. So it's I, real nice that the dogs do that for you. I make Elsa walk through puddle. Excuse me. Clean yourself up, There's please. There's a puddle right outside the, the dog park. And I'm like, and we will now walk. You're going to clean uh, your feet off right clean there, please. Clean your feet up to that. Please, 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 please. Mm-hmm. Um, so dogs, they just are living this life that we don't really ever know what they're up to. I mean, if you're it's just the Best. They're just living their life. And I, this is a woman. Go ahead. What were we going to say? Saying, I feel like if there is reincarnation, it's the bestest people get to come back as a dog. Yeah. But with good owners. Not yeah, like no, 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 crappy yeah, yeah, like yeah, Michael yeah. Vick. Yeah, no. Dogs. Michael Vick is not your owner. No. <laughs> well, a Milwaukee woman lost her dog. And that's very sad. But then the dog showed up a mile away at a local bar. It was just at the bar. Sup? Hey, what's up? Let me what? get uh, Heineken. Uh, Does that the owner frequent the bar? Did it catch a whiff? Well, here she is talking about it. It was kind of just getting dark. I was outside with all three dogs. I'm looking and where's Bear? After about 15 or 20 minutes, I was just in tears. I was just, because he's old, he's got a heart condition. I'm like, where could he have gone, right? Then we get a text and they said, your dog is down at Finks. <laughs> Great, I'm relieved. He's okay, but... What's he doing in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a life. Took good care of him, and I yeah. guess he was pretty popular. That's hilarious. So the dog goes to the bar, right. probably has a collar with a number on yeah. it. So a dog walks into a bar. Oh, terrible, but great. 
Terrible joke, but great. But I like that it is just a, a regular neighborhood bar that she definitely goes to because your dog's down here at Kinks. Yeah. That was definitely I'll, the text. Down here at Kinks. And the person was like, oh, geez. All right. I'll head on down to Kinks. My theory to that is somebody at Kinks has been feeding that dog some treats. Right. That dog found out Kinks will like throw some leftovers yep. outside. And it and if they if it the owner takes that dog there at all, mm-hmm. I'm sure that dog can just follow the smell of to wherever that bar is. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I know this way. Yeah, they always seem to know which direction they're going. I go down the road. It's the same way that the, they, yeah. they when you get to a certain point, wherever you would be, like Jughead would start to lose his mind once he would kind of realize where we were headed to Verona Beach down 31. You figured out? He'd get to a certain point and there was just something would click in his brain and be like, mm-hmm. I I know exactly where we're going. And yeah. he would start to go nuts. Yeah. It's like they know. Same with Freddie when he would get in the car and we would turn on a route. 11 to go to the vet and he'd realize he, oh you this know. is to the vet yep. but then my vet stopped vetting so I don't have a vet anymore <laughs> right yeah that happens we can't. We don't like dogs anymore. Uh, we don't do vet stuff anymore joining us in studio I want you to meet Ed Holinsky first of all hello Ed good morning guys good morning Ed, uh, K-Rock listeners Ed uh, has a big story with uh, a history with wrestling as you worked uh, was WWF magazine at the time or right. e- yes 1983 1983 you worked for the magazine and you've met so all many of all of them you've met all of them I knew a lot of them and unfortunately some a lot of them have passed away as yeah. well too like my, my boy was Andre the Giant we were very very close really and Roddy What's Piper up? and uh, Dino Bravo and guys like that but. I've known the Sergeant Slaughter for forty years. Yeah, he was in town last year. We went. They to- did a news story about you taking him out to dinner at Avis. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Good choice. And it went statewide. Yeah, that story is like. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm getting text messages from everywhere and people, my phone blowing up. It was nuts, nutsy crazy. We had him on uh, last hour, and he was talking about. We asked him about WrestleMania seven and and that whole you know Iraqi sympathizer gimmick he had to do and. How he had to be protected, and he was, you know, escorted in and out of planes and private cars, so he didn't get hurt and all that stuff. You knew him back then. Yeah. Did Did he call you a maggot? Oh, when of course. We were maggots. Yeah. That's a term of endearment. Yeah, you guys we were maggots. That's great. You guys should have a stiffy over that. Yeah. One, you know, and <laughs> I still do. I mean. Yeah. But Ed is uh, Ed is part of the, uh, I guess, the birth of WrestleCuse. A lot of ways, yeah. we wanted to do some kind of wrestling, like a meet and greet, and Cody. Told Mr. Levine, you know, we should have a guy come to the office here, and maybe they can come meet him. And Mr. Levine right, doesn't do anything a, small. Just a, just one guy. Get have like, one guy come in the conference room. Feel it out. Feel no. out the town. No, instead we're going to take Not over the horticulture building and have a day's worth of activities with multiple wrestlers. And then we have uh, two different wrestling groups in there. You've got a wrestling ring going in there. Yeah. And, and you know, the pre-sale admission price of $25. If you've gone to in, any independent wrestling show, that's the price of admission right yeah. there. Yep. And, you know, there'll be a, plenty of seating. And it, and then you've got championship arm wrestling. Yeah. That's I'm looking forward to that because these guys snap arms. Yeah. They, they snap like, like people ch- uh, snap chicken wings. Yeah. Honestly, God. And, they, they, and, they're the real deal. And we were oh, like, yeah. we, I was asking Cody, you've been to a ton of these things. This is like a whole nother level than a normal wrestler meet and greet. Like you'll have a convention and right. you can go to a table and meet a guy and get the photo. But we're having stuff happening while you wait. That We're kind of going next level. Oh, no, without a doubt. And, and that's huge. And, and 
you know, when I got called into that first meeting in the beginning of August and six months later, we're at, at this right now. Yeah. This is big. Yeah. Um, and Ed Levine, I don't know if you've ever heard the story of him. He was a ring. He was a ring announcer once yep. at the Cougar County Fair. And, yes, and he was. And uh, they decided they were going to make an example out of him you know, or try to make an example out of him. Yeah. And, and uh that's what happens. That's, was, your, that's your initiation in the business. He was telling us the story. Like, it's for those of you that don't know, wrestlers take their role very seriously. The business is very serious to them. You don't joke about it. Mm-hmm. And Ed was just, uh, I think, a like radio guy back in the day. And he was like, I'll be the announcer. He's got his tuxedo on. He was telling us the whole story. And he goes into the ring. He does the announcement. Who chased him out of the ring? Do you remember? George Steele. Yeah. Yeah. So the George animal. the Animal Steele. Yeah. Comes running after Ed, and Ed's like, I don't think it was a joke. I think they were gonna they were gonna hurt me that night, and that's that's how these guys are. They they take it very oh, seriously. There, there's a mantra called kayfabe, yeah, and and it's it's staying within the brotherhood brotherhood and and keeping the reality of that close. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's loosened up over the years, yeah. mind you, but when it went mainstream. But uh, I'm an old kayfabe guy. Yeah, I mean that's important to me, and. You know, for a lot of years, I really didn't talk about it. You know, I lived my life in Auburn, and uh, but you know, the circle of life comes around. It's a lot of fun when you get to be able to do something like this and reconnect with guys like Slaughter and and some of the other boys too. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't real. And then you got Tadovic, the the gamer who's young, a yeah. professional stunt woman, mm-hmm. um, professional wrestler with Wild WWE. I think uh, some of the other organizations as well too. Five foot seven. Don't screw with her. No. Oh no 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 no. Oh the, no. I, dirty dogs oh. have been. <laughs> dirty dogs oh. have been taught. Dirty oh. dogs have been. Yeah. So, oh. I, I, you're t- saying that they should maybe uh, back down a little bit. And, well, I they, mean, they come it, around it, here. Fire beware. So you know, All take right. your chances. You know, with those dirty dogs. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, They're scumbags, Ed. Don't even worry about it. They deserve what they get. You know, they there's a double body slams happening. I, I think that's the price of admission right there. I think there, so, well too. Mm-hmm. What do you think... Uh, Ed Helinski is in here, by the way. What do you think the differences are in the business now versus back in the 80s? I mean, obviously, the guys are much better taken care of physically now than they were back then. What else is different, do you They're think? They're not as big as, as it was. And I think yeah. the storytelling isn't as as uh, deep as, as okay. than it was back then. Um yeah, you got guys like Roman Reigns and, you know, Punk is back, uh, you know, and some of the other ones. But I, I couldn't tell you a lot of the talent mm-hmm. anymore because they're, they weren't well, they're not well developed. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just guys. They're not, they're not but then the nature of TV back then was, you know, we had wrestling on Channel 9 here in Syracuse at, at, at 1130 or 12 o'clock at, on, on Saturday nights. Yes. And, that, and then uh, the birth of... Uh, Wrestling on USA Cable Network, you know, with the Tuesday Night Titans and and that that stuff, and then we did All American Wrestling on on USA as well too on Sundays mm-hmm. at noon, and then you had ca- cable stations like you know MSG was was doing wrestling out of the garden for years. Yeah. Then you know Comcast down in Philadelphia, and that it just evolved. It was it was different now. Now, not. Now they're going to be on Netflix. I, I mean, know. Think about this. This is I insane. Yeah. It's for, so wild. For a $5 billion deal. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Well, it's you, insane. You were around when Vince was buying up all those territories, and, and obviously now he's He got wasn't a, buying them. He was putting them out of business. Right. So he would what? Go into a territory and then just He'd take o- the best take guys? Guy, he, would yeah. off, he, would, uh, he would offer money for it, mm-hmm. and they would laugh at him, say, no, get out of here. 
And then me with the magazine, I would call these guys like Vern Gagne and some of these other people, Fritz von Erich down in Dallas, and say, hey, we got this brand new magazine. Do you mind if we do a story and send the photographer down? Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, put the hook in there, and we sure, we, we, we let them in, <laughs> right? And w- s- photographer Steve Taylor would come down with a whole bunch of Vince's business cards, and he'd shake hands with the boys, and he huh. was palming off their business cards, saying Vince wants to talk to you. Wow, that's how it worked. Yeah, that's how we got Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I well, mean, and Ric Flair too is another one, right? Um, Flair was after I, I was there from '83 to '87, okay, and. Uh, that was plenty enough for me because at that point it was wild woolly. I was a single guy and I was afraid I was going to be buried in some St. Joseph cemetery someplace. Yeah. It was the eighties and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And you travel with these guys. Well, you said you, you, Andre the Giant was your guy. Some of the most iconic travel stories were with Andre the Giant. Everybody's got an Andre the story, a giant story. And any of the boys have a iron chic story as well. Too. All right. And Kaz was, was a great guy. We, we did a, a photo shoot at the United Nations once. And Fred Blassie was in the car. I'm driving the car. Steve Taylor's next to me. He's got that Khomeini flag. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in front of the United <laughs> Nations. I'm double parked. I said, boys, we got about 10 minutes yeah. to get this thing. We got to get out of here. I don't know what's going to shake. Yeah. So he's out there and he's got the flag oh out there and he's waving it. Yeah, out. there you go. And you see people emptying <gasps> out of buildings, literally emptying out of buildings. And they get the shots in. And these Blasty and, and Sheik get, jump into the back seat. Yeah. And uh, they're laughing hysterically. Yeah. Sheik's not even getting the flag undone. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just, I'm sitting, hit the hit it. We got to go because you don't know what kind of crazy people are going to be after us or the right. cops are going to stop us yeah. or anything like that. So it was just nutsy stuff. And then we had one time in a, we did a photo shoot with Slaughter at the White House. Uh huh. Not inside the White House, but oh, yeah. outside, the, outside the White House <laughs> yeah. on a Sunday morning. We figure eight o'clock. We're walking, we're in front of the White House. Mm-hmm. Pick them the guys in the suits, talking into the cufflinks. First pair goes by, we're not stopped. Yeah. Here comes the second pair. They walk by, not stopped. Here comes the third pair, and I'm thinking, this is going to be good, whatever this happens. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the uh, Secret Service agents comes up to me and says, Mr. Holinsky, how long will you and, and Mr. Taylor and Sergeant Slaughter be here? <laughs> now we came unannounced, and they knew and who they the knew heck we were. Oh, within man. a half an hour, Real they quick. knew who we were. Who we were. Whoa! And then, uh, you but know, they let you stay for a little bit. We said, <laughs> boy, boy said, you know, if we knew you were coming, we would have had you come inside the grounds. <gasps> oh, so, wow. well, you know, I, so can this is kind of an ask for forgiveness, not permission, kind of situation. Well, uh, that was another instance as well, too. You know, we go to the tomb of the unknown soldier, which is very solemn. Yeah, I mean, you got some guys. People yelling, USA, USA, you know, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Then, uh, the statue of Iwo Jima. Then, like an idiot, I got slaughtered in my back of my 1979 Chevy, mint green Chevy yeah. Malibu with, <laughs> with uh, vinyl seats and it's two door. Yeah. And I'm going to go up the driveway of the Pentagon. Okay. And I got up there maybe about a quarter of a mile up the way, and here comes three cars at me side by side by side. I said, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. No. So I just like signal and make a U-turn. They pull me over. Yeah. uh, State your business. Yeah. We're we're with the World Wrestling Federation, and we're doing a photo shoot here in Washington, and here's Sergeant Slaughter in the back seat. Yeah. (laughs) And they look in. I said, my God, it is Slaughter. And I said, I said, I'm sorry. I I made the wrong turn in here. 
I am deeply, yeah, uh, yeah. They let us go. Yeah. Oh, we laughed all the way uh, on the way out. It's just oh. like I said, boys, don't laugh too hard on when we were leaving. But <laughs> once we turned that corner, I said, oh, this was this is a beautiful thing. So. We've had a lot of fun with doing this stuff. Because this, this, that was the era. Ed Helinski is in here, uh, obviously uh, one of the organizers here of WrestleQs, but uh, worked for the WWF magazine back in the 80s and uh, worked with all these guys, a longtime friend of Sergeant Slaughter, as you're hearing right now. But this was of the era where it was like, you're going to get in your car, you're going to drive mm-hmm. to the next town, and that's where the gym is, and you're going to do the show, maybe do two shows, get back in your car. Were you ever on the road road for like a long stint with these guys? I would be gone for like, uh, I think the most was, was five days. Yeah. But getting back to that, we would do, a sh- talking about double shows, we would do either Hartford Civic Center on a Saturday afternoon at one, noon or one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then we had to be at Madison Square Garden for an eight o'clock show oh that my night. God. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Or uh, New Haven. Uh-huh. And, and Go, go to the garden as well, too. So there was a lot of doubling up at that point, and the boys took a beating. People don't realize, yeah, okay, scripted, predetermined, but the beating that they take in the middle. Okay, ring, inch pad. Yeah. Maybe half an inch pad. Yeah. Yeah, there's a spring in the middle. It still hurts. Yeah. Yes, A 300-pound man gets thrown, uh, lands, lands incorrectly. It hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you see Hulk Hogan talking about, I've had 25 surgeries in 10 years. Well, yeah. that's the price you paid. Mm-hmm. Slaughter, both hips replaced. Yeah. Probably some other body parts as well, too. You know, it's not original OEM parts yeah. anymore. Well, and there's no recovery if you're going, you know, you just wrestled at noon, not well, wrestle at eight. Then that's the debate is on steroids. And what's steroids? Pregnizone reduces inflammation. Mm-hmm. These guys are going from one show to another. And when it got big... They were going one night in Philadelphia, another night in Pittsburgh. They're flying. Yeah. Chicago, back to Boston, Ugh. San Francisco. Yeah. There's no time for recovery. No. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, they're getting up, getting on flights at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning and, and, and getting into the next town. And you, you'll see all these stories now where, like, they say, yeah, we'd get to the event and there'd be the guy with the briefcase who, whatever I needed, whether it was, you know, pills or steroids or whatever, they'd roll in and... They'd be there for them. A lot of that happened at television taping when we did it at Allentown. Yeah. We did, we did television taping three weeks at a time at Allentown one night and then Hamburg, Pennsylvania the next night. And if you've ever been to Hamburg, Pennsylvania, you can go there today and it looks like something from the 50s. Yeah. The question is whether it's 1950 or 1850. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... it's but you, we, that's what we had the, the Dr. Cesarian mm-hmm. uh, situation where he was uh, prescribing uh, things that he shouldn't have been prescribing. Yeah. Or dispensing, I should say. Yeah. And I think the ju- when he went to trial, it, the jury came back like, you know, waited an hour, but they were done in 20 minutes. They mm-hmm. just wanted to make it look good. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And a lot of these guys will say in these interviews, like, they think that maybe Vince was helping that along. Like, no, make, you here, know? No, no, no. Here's what Vince said I'm going to put the best looking wrestlers on tv mm-hmm. he never told them to take any juice take any pills none of that stuff mm-hmm. and it's true i i i was there for a few of those things he never said that to any of these guys wow whoever's looking best who's ever in, in great shape gonna be on tv and tv was everything to these guys mm-hmm. you know vincent i can make or break these guys you know i can make them superstars or once they're gone out of sight out of mind mm-hmm so it's crazy, but and he loved the big guys back then. Yeah, the bigger guys. you oh, were, the frill till they booted the powerful yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Big, that's a big, big difference too. There, the, there's a lot. We were a lot more bigger men back then. Yeah, as well too. 
you know, this show coming up, let me just digress, five Hall, WWF Hall of Famers. Yeah. That's huge. Yes. The Nasty Boys may be the next Hall of Famers coming in for WrestleMania 40 mm-hmm. on, in beginning of April in Philadelphia. So, that would make sense. That'd be cool. You know, that would be cool. It's unfortunate that, you know, Jerry Sags got hurt and their, their careers got shortened, but that's part of the business. We were looking at the at the... It's almost weird that we were looking at WrestleMania 7 before we talked. So many of the people who wrestled at WrestleMania 7 are at WrestleQs. Nasty Boys were on that. Jimmy Hart was on a that. Bunch. Slaughter <laughs> was on that. Like, yep. it was, we, we've kind of booked a lot of WrestleMania 7 for WrestleQs this weekend. Isn't that a great thing? So yeah. good. <laughs> it's so, so good. good. So people, get your tickets. Get yeah. your advance tickets. I think they're go- prices are going to go up at the door. Yeah. Day yes, of the they show. Will. So, yes, you they know. Will. Those of you, uh, you know, we got First Communion money dusted off. You know, the, <laughs> the, uh, the First Communion money, the uh, confirmation money. Yeah. Even if you got paper route money, come on, go, let's go. Let's you know? go. It's going to be a great day. Saturday, taking over the Horticulture Building. Great New York State Fairgrounds, WrestleCuse.com. Ed, great to see you, man. You as well. Thanks Thank for being you. a part of this. I used to think that fall was my favorite season, but apparently we're entering what is known as burrito season. Oh, which is did that will definitely beat out fall for my favorite season. Um, I I, I like this. Can I celebrate them at the same time? You can. Yes, you can. Because I mean, I like burritos, but I really like um. Apparently, according like to Square, too. burritos increase twenty percent between March and May. So March, April, May is the busiest burrito time of the year. Why though? I don't know. I wonder what's, it's just because it's a nice convenient treat for as we get into the warmer weather. Because as you come out of, because you come out of like soup season, Mm -hmm. everything's liquid and in a bowl all over the place. I just need a nice. Do it. No motion. Need a nice compact burrito. Isolate that video right there. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Because they they get it like this. Yep. Work the ball. And then they're like, burrito. Go ahead. Burrito. Burrito. Yeah. Burrito me real hard. And then. Daddy. I get it. Well, Chipotle is hiring 19,000 part-time workers in preparation for burrito season. They expect it yeah. to be the busiest burrito season ever. But then what? Peace out? Peace out, bitches. Uh, seasonal. You've what? been telling me I've been making this hand job cilantro my whole life? <laughs> and now you're firing me? Christmas season's over. What season do you need? Burrito season now. Hand job this cilantro. So, uh, uh, answering your question from a minute ago, mm. why? Mm. They believe, quote, as you get more sunlight on a particular day or week, people's negative emotions start to decrease. Yeah. Yep. My negative emotions have never decreased. But that's that's factual, though. You get in that sunshine. So why to, do they do stuff? People make, asking, why do they dip after May? Well, there's the other reason for that. What? Warm up barbecue. So. Barbecue, but also, I guess, burritos are a big college staple. So after May, college is usually everybody goes home. Yeah. And that's yeah. the dip right there. I like that. Man, oh man. Tom says, if you go to Moe's on Route 57, they will give you a Wetzel pretzel cup for your drink. Well, then I'm going to Moe's today on 57, well, okay? I didn't ask for a Wetzel's pretzels cup. I'm at Moe's. Now I do want a burrito with some chips and queso. So that's going to happen today. Inside of it? Inside of the burrito? I put queso inside the burrito for you sure, man. There you go. What about chips Chips and uh, salsa? Yeah. Inside the burrito? No, no, I don't like salsa, but I do chips. Oh, I yep. can do chips in there. Just shove them right in. Taco Bell mm-hmm. did that for a minute where they, they still do, where they try putting those little strips in there, crispy strips. Yep. I, I don't like those. I, because again, everything's... <laughs> everything, yeah. And it's, it wasn't even high. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be tortillaed. Yeah. So I put some tortillas in a tortilla. Double tortilla. I heat I heated up a tortilla 
and then I took a handful of tortilla chips, mm-hmm. and I went <laughs> into the little tiny for tortilla, a little crunch. and then I just took the littlest bit of a sauce, and went, boop, 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 and that's good thinking right there. Like, this is so stupid, but yeah, said everything's got to be tortilla. I love it. I'm making homemade pizzas tonight, apparently, and I'm going to ask our boy Khan about his advice. I like that. I'm going to try. I, I figured out, um, I think, how I can make my deep dish. I've been mm-hmm. reading things, and I have to over, I got to get a, do a big old dough. Like, I got to get this much yeah. dough for a, this big a pizza. I saw someone making homemade. I'm making a deep dish, dog. Nice, dude. You got to get a special pan for that? I got my you do? special pan. You got a deep dish pan? Pretty much, yeah. I got it for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah you got to do that. Oh. No, I saw somebody making homemade tortillas last night, and I'm like, maybe I'll make tortillas. Not tonight, but I'll think about it. They just make a dough ball, and then they flatten them out and just put them on like a like a blackstone, and it cooked the, it, it, the tortilla. It is supposed to, yeah. I've always wanted to do that too, but mm-hmm. with um in the in the deep fryer. Oh my god! You oil them and that's you know. The- Dave. <laughs> All right. Can I I say this? Hey, I just so I, as you say that. Go, go ahead. On. Sorry. Go go ahead. I'll remember now. Dave and Sammy Gal just texted me. Oh. I've they, never had a man arouse me to a level that this just aroused me. Oh, arouse me. me with it, too. Arouse me with it, too. Josh. Have Dave arouse me, too. I can put queso fundido on top of your burrito. Tuck it into my waistband. Tuck it, tuck it into my waistband. If I get the burrito that has the chorizo in it, and then the queso fundido on top of that. <laughs> There you go, man. Slam box. The sexiest thing I've ever heard. And I don't know if they were first in the the amounts, but I was at San Miguel uh, the day before the big chill. They are already honoring the deal they had with us. Even even if they didn't get top donations. Right. I got free chips and salsa. Dude, this is what I'm saying. And that's that's exclusive to you and I. It's got to be. I told you. We were plugging San Miguel. (laughs) And what did we win in return? Boom. When dining in. At the purchase of a full entree, Cody and I get unlimited chips and salsa. Yeah. I don't know how they would treat the rest of you. It, Cody and oh, I are major celebrities, oh, so we get treated that way. They broke. They what? even broke their own rules for me, dog. What they do? I don't even order an entree for my for my favorite's meal. Really? My my favorite's meal is taquitos, taquitos. which is an appetizer, and uh, wow. three hard tacos, which is a la carte. Wow! Wow! He says the Cancun burrito is topped. With a fundito. I Get think that. my father-in-law got that when I was there, and I was looking at that. Nice. Anyways, we don't need to listen to my fat ass ex- <laughs> salivate over Sam Miguel yeah, any now, longer. Now I got to get some Sam Miguel, because yeah. we all know how that works. You, once you get the little bit, it ain't like uh, most things brain. for most people where they mm-hmm. had it. Oh, good. No. I, 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 so I filled my my belly with, yeah. with, with Sam Miguel's. Now I don't need to Sam Miguel's for and quite some time. Tomorrow. By the way, the funniest thing. I did Big Chill last Saturday. The yeah. Big Beaver Big Chill. They were in it. They were doing the thing. Yep. And doesn't Kelly uh, come over with a bag of chips for me? Because, you know, Sam Miguel loves us. Hell yeah. And my wife, I, I, so I walk back in the house and I've got my speakers and I got a bag of chips <laughs> with salsa. <laughs> and Hell she yeah. goes, she goes, did you stop at San Miguel after the Big Chill? I go, I can understand why you'd think that. But. And I didn't, but I wish I had. Anyways, enjoy however, some chips. <laughs> however. All right. Radio World, you're going to get the 90s and 9. Little Matthew Sweet's going to kick it off here. Twitch, we're playing a Pro Bowl. I'm the AFC. Cody is the NFC. Yep. When is the all these skills competitions and stuff? Oh, I don't know when the Pro when Bowl do? stuff is. I think it's th- it's got to be this weekend because next weekend is the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I so think like this weekend. Yeah, like the flag weekend. football and stuff that you like. Oh, yeah. Do you oh, watch f- all that? I 
I like the way they've done it now because the Pro Bowl was a joke. It, yeah, it was nobody o- was playing in it, and they're soft. Almost for as long as I can remember, like my whole life, because I remember being younger and my mm-hmm. dad mm-hmm. being like, this sucks. Okay. And it just always sucked. And now they have fun. They do flag football. Mm-hmm. They have these really fun skills competitions. They have a thing where wide receivers, and well, I guess anybody, it's like a trick catch competition mm-hmm. where they have someone throw to them and they do like jump off trampolines, yeah. do two backflips, then catch a football. Yeah, that's awesome. They do dodgeball. That's awesome. Which is the best event of the entire thing, dodgeball. And just to show you what we deal with on our side here, I asked when is the skills competition here, the replies I got. Saturday, Sunday, going on right now. So that's the kind of answers <laughs> that we deal with every I like it. day. I like it. It's Saturday, but it's also Sunday, but it's also happening right now. You better turn it on. And tonight. And, and we, oh, missed we missed it. it. Sorry.